It's Lamar Gibbs. Welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. What's going on, y'all? Lamar Gibbs. Thanks for tuning in again um, to this podcast. I'm so grateful to, con- to bring you a new episode for this podcast. And um, this, this topic, as, 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 with, as has been with like the pretty much almost every topic that I've been speaking about is literally something that's come to mind. I'm like, yo, I really want to talk about this. And so I'm, I'm honestly grateful because I've been working on a lot of different content, whether vlogs and, and, and posts and whatnot. And it's crazy, like, there's just new material, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to think of it as like, oh, let me come up with some new stuff to talk about. But literally, it's been things that's been coming up in my mind. I'm like, yo, I really want to share this. I'm mad excited. I'm mad hyped. I want to talk about this thing. Man, one of the things that really came to mind, I was talking to, I think I was talking to somebody or I was literally just thinking about, oh no, I think I was in a chat. Shout out to, to Grow The Heck Up uh, Telegram chat. It's filled with almost 300 believers that's been chatting it up and talking and, and just been dialoguing. Or was it the uh, one of the other chats? Anyways. When you're involved in chats like that and you have a lot of conversations going on, it can send your mind to so many different places, which is why I'm so grateful for community in general. Even though I have community in person, I'm so grateful for the community that I can have online as well with people that I even haven't even met yet, but we share our faith and, and we are passionate about the things that we talk about. We challenge each other and things of that nature. But I think we were talking about something that I really can't remember right now. But as what happens with me as a deep thinker, I just end up going to another thing that ends up coming to mind. And I ended up like sitting and you know what? I think I probably was on the phone. I think I probably was on the phone, honestly, having a dope conversation. But nonetheless, I was up, I was about to go to bed and I just caught myself thinking about like, how we're raised in, in, in church and how like the environment that we're in greatly affects, and I may have spoken about this before, but it really affects how we kind of process life and things of that nature. Like the churches that we go to, and, and, and I think the discussion I may have been having with a friend was kind of like how church culture influences, I may have been talking about virginity actually, um, how church culture can influence how we look at you know virginity sexuality like how we just talk about sex in the church and things of that nature and so it really brought me back to how i grew up in church and the churches the church i was born in the church i was raised in which are two different churches uh the church i was born in shout out to brooklyn miracle temple um the church out that's the church i was born in and and i kind of grew up in in in, in a few, first few years like probably like two to three years maybe maybe in my life uh it was it was a i guess you want to call it the quintessential black church you know shout music and you know what i'm saying like just people that loved each other but like it was just a distinct church culture that that had with it and then i ended up going to metro as i i may have spoken on another podcast uh ended up going uh to this church uh, called metro ministries and if you are any of you are familiar with Metro Ministries, you've you've seen the Yogi Bear trucks outside, whether it's in the Bronx, it's Brooklyn, it's Manhattan. Like you've seen these churches out here 
where, or rather not these churches, you've seen these these trucks out here. I got, I got distracted by a car, my bad. Uh, you've seen these Yogi Bear yellow trucks. You've seen the, the school buses that drive around and pick up the kids. Um, just a legacy, a great legacy that God has, has given Pastor Bill Wilson to, to display and to just uh, 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 make an imprint on, on Brooklyn. But like just growing up in that church, one of the one thing that can stand out is that like that was a legit inner city church. I know there's a whole controversy with Trump and the inner city uh, churches that were invited. I, I say alleged. Um, you know, people have been debating about that. I don't want to get into that, but but even that situation made me think about like just the fact that I literally grew up in an inner city church and they both were kind of inner city too. Uh, the Brooklyn Miracle Temple and uh, Metro Ministries because they because uh, Brooklyn Miracle Temple, which is still there, was on Rogers Avenue and and it wasn't it was kind of crazy at the time. So I'm not going to really discount um, them being an inner city church. But like just growing up in Metro uh, to move the conversation forward, just growing up in Metro, like I, I didn't really notice at the time as much because I, I was just growing up as a kid and enjoying it. But like we really was like smack dab in the inner city. Like we were smack dab in the hood. Like when the, I keep saying like, I'm gonna stop saying that. But when, when Pastor Bill Wilson started Metro Ministry, he came because there was literally a need for the body of Christ to, to make a move in Bushwick. Like, there was drug usage, there was prostitution, there was gang violence and, and, and gang affiliations and all these different things that were going on before the church was planted. It was right on Evergreen, Evergreen and Grove, uh, right in the Bushwick area, man. And y'all look at that area now, it might not be as crazy. But when, when, that, when that church first started, before I was born, it was a crazy environment. And, and even growing up, it was still kind of crazy. So much so that uh, Pastor Bill had actually got shot in the mouth because he was, he was being robbed a few years back. But just thinking about how I, I grew up in, in that church and how transformative it was for my walk with God. Cause I started uh, my faith in Christ when I was five years old. And so I grew up and was raised in the faith in the church where kids were coming to church and they were not church. Like there was no church culture that they could draw from. Like there was no brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so, evangelist this and that. And there wasn't, Phrases like on tonight, on today. There wasn't hymns that people were used to singing in the church. Like the, the, the people that were coming there, the kids that were being brought there, the parents that came there, man. There were people that were there from different walks of life, but people that were there that may have been hardened through life. People that just needed hope. Um, people that were smart and intelligent too. Let me not get it twisted. Like, let's not act like there weren't people of God there and there weren't people there that were intelligent but it's just the environment that you were in it's, it's like you couldn't be pretentious there was no 
pretending to be somebody. They wasn't putting on airs. Yeah, there was issues that went on there. There was there was controversies that may have happened and things of that nature. But like, th there was no pretentiousness. There was no fakeness. You couldn't fake God to these people, man. You couldn't come to these people and, and try to present some type of fairy tale uh, God to the realities that they were experiencing, man. And I, even shout out to my father. I love I love you, dad. Shout out to him. He was the worship leader, the music minister leader at my at that church. He wrote worship songs. So we had unique experiences where you had the the, the inner city church and then you had um, the worship experiences that were going on there that were unique. We didn't have to glean from songs that were being put out. We literally had a worship leader that were that was coming up with music could play guitar was leading uh, as the music minister as, as the, the the music director the MD leading the musicians and the things that they needed to sing and the, the, the choir leader just just all that stuff man just growing up in that environment growing up with, with uh, developing a relationship that was that was real that was that was practical that was down to earth that was close that was nearby that helped to form the perceptions and the connections that I was seeing with the Lord and and, and growing up in, in that simplicity of trust and faith. Not dealing with the quote unquote institutions and the organizations and, and, and don't get me wrong because Metro was affiliated with the Assemblies of God. So there was organization there. But when you're when you're growing up in an environment where People are really pursuing God and they're really pursuing service. Like the mission field that there was present here in Bushwick, in the city, man. Just doing outreach and, and, and oriented with bringing people into the fold, oriented with bringing people into the faith and, and, and rising, them up, but rising them up in the faith, providing. So like Sunday school, right? I really don't like that I'm saying like so much. I'm gonna work on that, guys. But just coming up in, in that church and experiencing Yogi Bear Sunday School, they would give out uh, prizes or, or rather give out gifts for every, sun, every Sunday school service that was experienced with these kids. It was gifts given. Sometimes it would be ice cream sandwiches, it would be candy, it would be a Christmas gift. Some of these kids wouldn't get Christmas gifts. They would come and they would get Christmas gifts. They would give anything, anything. Pumpkins, when, when the fall came, they would give pumpkins away. They would give every week, they would have something to give the kids to come home to. And when you're in an environment where you're not really experiencing, a lot of the kids are not really experiencing a lot of provision. It was a lot of hardness. The, the, the fact that they can come in to a Sunday school service for like an hour or so, to experience joy, experience laughter, Experiencing people loving on them, experiencing the gospel being preached. It was amazing. It was amazing just to see the hand of God moving in the lives of children and in the lives of adults. And just seeing people served and just seeing us grow, uh, memorizing memory verses and, and having illustrated sermons and just seeing God involved in the affairs of our life. It was just crazy. It was just amazing. It was awesome. And I just say all that to say, like, 
experiencing the environment that you experience in church is, plays a huge part in how you perceive who God is and how you interact with him as an adult, how you perceive church too. Because I grew up not, I, I grew up understanding that church was imperfect uh, and enough, and my, my dad experienced stuff. So I'm not even gonna paint it like it was a rosy picture, but I'm just gonna say like, when you, when you don't have to experience the churchiness of church culture, you get to experience authenticity. You get to be real. You get to be regular. You get to ex express yourself regularly. You don't have to switch, code switch between church talk and regular talk. Yeah, those things that people don't understand about the church, regardless of what church you go to. But I grew up in a church where I didn't have to to have a language to put on with people. I didn't have to, to flip things. I just lived my life in church and I lived my life at home. I was happy in church, I was happy at home. If I was angry at church, I was angry at church. I was angry at home, I was angry at home. And I just experienced just a wealth of, of a, a wealthy environment of just love and affection and care and service, compassion and life and I just want to give a shout out to Metro Ministries, Bill Wilson. Shout out to my dad once again, my mother. Shout out to, to man, to everybody from Metro that played a part in my growth and development that loved on me. I'm, I'm just, I just wanted to talk into detail like the things that we went through and grew up with in church. And it's just really crazy how your environment can affect you. Way. It's it's amazing how you can just grow up, not even understanding like where you're growing up in, and know how that plays an integral part in your relationship with God. I was able to be real with God. I I, I just learned how to not be fake. I learned how to not get swallowed up by the traditions of man, or just get swallowed up by the things that happen with man, and and how that can affect you, and and how you look at God and things of that nature, man. So yeah, that's it. Just wanted to talk, share my heart based on the things that was happening. Uh, continue to follow up with Thoughts of Redemption. There is a way to support this podcast. Anchor has developed a listener support where you can have a recurring donation of $1.99, or 99 cents rather, I should say, uh, $5.99, and then $9.99, which is basically a dollar, five and $10. If you feel in your heart to support, to make a recurring donation, please check out anchor.fm slash thoughts of redemption so you can donate and set up a, a, a payment thing so that I can receive funds and uh, you can support financially in any way. Uh, follow thoughts of redemption everywhere. Thoughts of redemption on Twitter, thoughts of redemption on Facebook, uh, thoughts of redemption, or rather maybe, maybe underscore T.O. Redemption on Twitter, Thoughts of Redemption on Facebook, Thoughts of Redemption on Instagram, and you can email me at thoughtsofredemption at gmail.com. Thank you for your support. Uh, I bless you, and, make, and may you be well and continue to change the way that you think, and enjoy the process of thought and how God's hand is in it. God bless y'all.